1: Good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing today on this? Man, it's already Wednesday, man. I know it. This week is flying. Flying. Uh, Hope everybody's doing good. Rhodes is in the house. How you doing, sir?
2: Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, B-Dub Nation. I hope everybody's doing well this morning. Yes, let's rock. I'm ready to go. Little 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 sports news dropped right before the stream and we was trying to get those ends tied up <laughs> before yeah, the, yeah, the stream I know came out.
1: Somebody's gonna be complaining. Hey, you guys are like a minute, two minutes late. Yeah, a sports over. story he's, dropped. He's mad. A sports st- mad. a sports story dropped about um about nine forty, like twenty minutes ago. I shot it. I put it up put up the audio on podcast and I still made it here right a few minutes before 10, but you know, we got to get organized. So, but we're here hopefully yeah. the video is going to do good. So it's out already. It's um, out. yeah. So we made it, we made it, we're on time. We're not late like a lot of the YouTubers, <laughs> not but late anyway. So, right. Right. Yeah. I think everybody starts late, don't they, actually? Yeah, but I I'm kind of a stickler for being punctual. We're never on time on sports wars. We're never on time. Because we're not super late. We we're usually about five minutes late, I would say. Because we're trying to go over everything that um we're gonna do right I'd almost always
2: the, be on time if possible. I you yeah. know. Uh but it this is a fluid industry. So uh, everything's ever-evolving. What other kind of corporate buzzwords can I think of right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is progressing and evolving continuously. It's a fluid situation. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
1: let's go ahead and acknowledge the chat. We got 15 people already watching us over on Rumble. And uh, we got a Patriot4165 is here. Uh, says, hey, y'all, WWG1W uh g-a-g-t-g says good morning Rhodes is here as well uh appreciate everybody watching us on rumble we got uh 1500 subs over there we need to get to 2000 subs over there
2: yeah yeah yep. rumble's growing it is yeah let's do a little b-dub nation check-in should we not mr matrix mr yep. everything mr everything's in the house our good friend forrest mrs rance good morning Joe Bob Purdue is in the hizzy. Al Bundy taking his hands out of his pants to join the, the uh, chat. Delusional postcards. Iron Man is uh, upset about punctuality again this morning. Mm-hmm. Bowsette in the house. Adam Washington, old school. Mind's eye. Yeah, let's see. Who else we got? Rich Flores and Omar Smith. Kathleen Johnson just popped in as
1: well. Good morning, all. Nice, nice. Thank you all for coming in. Uh one more day after this on the uh stream, then we have the member live stream on um on Friday. And um we found out something new on Rumble. Uh yesterday you can subscribe and become a monthly subscriber. I do believe um we will be able to give you um uh links to the member stream. Hopefully so. We, I guess we'll figure it out. Um, Yeah, so we'll do that. But a support us on Locals. Drop Super Chats. Drop Rumble Rants. We appreciate all of the support. Check out BlackAndWhiteNetwork.com. Membership's also available there as well. Um, I Guess we can go ahead and get into it. We'll get to Super Chats and Rumble Rants as they actually come in. So Rhodes, yeah. yesterday... And honestly, I don't think we've actually made any videos on BlackRock and these other um, companies out there. At least I haven't. I haven't made No, a video because they would
2: probably knock on our door about 12 minutes after we make one and show up. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you hear me the other day when I said, during a conversation about, I can't even remember what now, but I
1: said, you know, war is good business. It's good oh, yeah. business for a lot Somebody, of people. Somebody's going to make money charging that's right and you notice that um we had an accounting era with money going to ukraine a six billion dollar accounting era how does that happen it doesn't where i come from (laughs) no (laughs) we're
2: talking about the government here yeah what the hell
1: if a regular company had six billion dollars missing That'll be a big thing. A six billion dollar overpayment to Ukraine. Come on. But you want to know why all these companies are going woke and all that other stuff? What do you got to say, Rhodes? You know, Joe, we agreed
2: on an additional six billion here. You don't want somebody to knock on that crackhead son of yours's door now, do you? You don't want that to happen, right? Remember the agreement with the Ukraine. Remember that agreement. Hmm. Uh, you're going to have to find $6 billion in couch cushions. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. I'm just making, I'm just putting it out there. Fuck it. It's out there. It's out in the open. Ta-da. There we go. Uh, shady agreements behind the scenes. BlackRock running freaking advertisements on Fox News every every 12 minutes. And yeah. They were before they shit-can Tucker and I quit watching. But yeah, Yeah. BlackRock was advertising every every other commercial break. BlackRock was on Fox
1: News. You want to know why that they hate Trump so much? It's probably for the reason we're going to be talking about here. I don't believe he can be bought off like a lot of other politicians. Think of this. Look at Joe Biden 15 years ago. Versus Joe Biden now. He is completely different. Why? He's corrupt. He's corrupt. I truly know what I'm going to be honest with you. I truly do believe that Joe Biden does not truly believe in gay marriage. I don't think he does. Because if you listen to Joe Biden 15 years ago, he made it pretty clear. That nah No. I ain't down with this. Neither was Obama. But Joe Biden was pretty firm about it. He was, he was like old school firm about it.
2: He was, he was like, oh, hell no, old school firm about it. Not on my, not on my GD watch. Am I having two men doing them? Yeah. I mean, he was old school no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why they considered him once upon a time a moderate, uh, Democrat, but now My he's hell, gone so changed. far. He's gone so far love. and it's probably for this reason we're going to be talking about here. Now, James O'Keefe, founder of uh, project Veritas, of course, he's no longer a project Veritas. He's doing his own thing, but he's still doing some, uh, project Veritas type of stuff. Look at this. This is on the Daily Wire here. James O'Keefe drops bombshell video on BlackRock. You got $10,000? You can buy a senator. They're out there, actively going out there and buying off politicians. And politicians are cheap. You know what's funny about this?
2: I mean,. This is a bombs- bombshell slash not surprising. Not in the surprising. Least.
1: <laughs> we kind of knew that this was going on. But we got a person, a recruiter for BlackRock. He decides the fate of the people that actually get hired on video. That's like a, um, I think it's like 11 minutes. So we're going to watch it. I got the summary of of it. I watched a little bit of it already, but, um, oh yeah. And by the way, James O'Keefe's, um, company is called O'Keefe media group. And they spoke with a uh, black rock recruiter, Serge Varley. And I don't know how they do this, man. How did they get those hidden cameras? Remember they did the same thing with ESPN. I don't know how they do it.
2: Yeah. They, they must have a certain camera and a certain method of hiding these things. Right at, right. at at what point you would think some of these guys are like, this is a rather strange
1: line of questioning. <laughs> yeah.
2: This feels very exposing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, now in this clip here, he's with a woman, so I'm assuming he's going out on a date, and he's just spilling the beans here, man. Um, let's go ahead and play it. This is 11 minutes and 38 seconds. But let's roll it.
0: They don't want to be in the news. They, they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money and then you can start to buy people.
2: I work for a company called BlackRock.
3: Meet Serge Barley. A recruiter at BlackRock.
0: Let me tell you, it's not who's the
3: president it's
2: who's
0: controlling the, the wallet. The
1: you heard that? He yeah. says, let me tell you, it's not who the president is, it's who's controlling the wallet of the president. So basically, man, this is, um, political prostitution, pretty much.
0: So it's it's the, and who's like, that the hedge funds, not the banks. These guys are doing financing. Yep, you can buy your cannons. Obviously, we have the system in place. First, there's the senators. These guys, you got ten grand, you can buy a senator.
1: Man, essentially, senators are um, street prostitutes. Then, at only fans level,
2: <laughs> that you yeah. know. This guy comes across as like the fourth guy down, in a in a John Wick movie as a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> the fourth yeah. the fourth guy down in leadership <laughs> yeah. against some John John Wick villain.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Oh you have god. Okay, right now, no questions no asked. Yeah. Identity done. Does like everybody do that? Does Black Mop do that? It doesn't matter who wins. You're They're they're
3: my fighters. Here is Serge Varley. On how good war is for BlackRock's business. Do
0: you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine Russia war? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have thoughts.
2: What are they?
0: Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? I'll give an example. Russia, Russia blows up Ukraine's grain stimulus. price of wheat's gonna go mad up. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. Prices of bread and, you know, it, literally everything is, it goes up now. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunity to make profit. War is real f-ing good for, for, for business. It's exciting when sh- goes wrong. Right? Rock, rock, man.
1: Wow. Now I'm going to break this down here economically, okay? If you are in um, Ukraine, you invested in wheat. Guess what? They go to war right there. And let's say, like, crops get destroyed that lessens the supply what's going to happen the yep. price is going, going to go up, up. Yep. and then you can sell you bought low now you can sell it high guess what you made a profit yep
0: 20 trillion it's a numbers. number BlackRock
3: Serge varley says all of this is above a normal person's understanding
0: you're like an v- undercover reporter. I don't know what people don't give a shit. This is This is beyond them. The whole thing of like domination a concept is just so f- interesting.
1: That was just the intro. Hi,
3: I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News. Here we are with our latest story, this time on BlackRock. One of the world's leading asset and investment managers, which owns significant shares of companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Anheuser-Busch, Meta, Target, Procter & Gamble, Comcast, CNN, Fox, and yes, Pfizer, just to name a few. At ONG, we do not shy away from exposing powerful companies, and we're not afraid of powerful people. So we decided to take a look for ourselves at the influence BlackRock has on our politics and the influence they have on our culture. So to do that, what better place to start a hidden camera investigation than into a self-described gatekeeper at BlackRock?
2: Like You're kind of like a Gamekeeper at what?
0: Yeah, I am. I I decide people's fates. every day. I literally decide how somebody's life is going to be shaped. That's so powerful. I love it. Yeah, it's. it's, I don't know. The the whole thing of like domination from a concept is just so interesting. Introducing Serge Varley,
3: who's LinkedIn says he's worked for Morgan Stanley, Citadel, and now as a recruiter at blackrock
0: i work for uh, a company called blackrock uh, i'm not actually a finance guy <laughs> i just i know what happens because i'm recruiting people who do these things
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm the person who headhunts people from other firms so i would approach Canada, and say like, hey this is a good reason why you should come to work for us
3: serge tells us who really runs the world how they do it and just how much it costs to buy people like politicians
0: let me tell you, it's not through who's the president.
2: It's, uh, it's who's controlling
0: the the wall. So it's wallet. And who's like, that? The hedge funds, the banks. These guys are campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. So, you know, so. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. Diversify. You acquire. You keep acquiring. You spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your risk level is, is super low. Like, imagine you've invested in um, like ten different industries, from food to to drinks to like technology. Right? One one of them fails; it doesn't matter. You have nine others to pick you up. Risk management is, is inherently just about everything. And in the finance space, it's all about it's, it's, it's well. It's all about the money you make. You don't. You don't let it sit. Yeah, like you keep using it over and over and reinvest. just reinvest. Yeah, and it exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control Yeah. You own a little bit of everything, and that little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis that
1: That is absolutely scary right there. You take those returns, you go out, buy off more people, more companies, etcetera, over and over and over again. What are you gonna say, Rhodes?
2: I know one thing. Somebody better put this cat on an Epstein watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Somebody needs yeah. to put this guy on an Epstein watch because he's liable to poof <laughs> and, yeah, and, he, just, he ended and just end up getting Thanos mur- snapped. <laughs> yeah, miraculously, uh, Boba Fetted disintegrated right off the face of the Earth out yeah. of nowhere uh, because. I would suspect today he uh, he is not BlackRock's favorite person. No,
1: no.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. But obviously, we have the system in place. First, there's the senators, and these guys. You got ten grand, you can buy a census. It doesn't matter who wins. They're they're monopolized. I can give you 500k right now, no questions asked. Yeah. I don't know, do not do what needs to be done. But they're like, yeah, of course. And Why not? Does like everybody do that? Does Blackrock do that? Yeah. The BlackRock
3: recruiter also tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational
0: power. Economic simulation, they need to understand the impact of something, right? they're going to like raise the interest rate, for example, Uh it's going to create this cascade of various factors that
2: they're not sure what it's going to
0: do, basically.
3: And just how f***ing great the Ukraine war is for business.
2: Do you have any um, thoughts on the
0: Ukraine-Russia war? If Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? We don't want the conflict to end. Why? We don't want the conflict to end as a country. The longer this goes on, the weaker Russia. I'll give an example, Russia... Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. price of wheat is going to go mad up here. So what are you going to do to a trading firm? The moment that news hits, within a millisecond, you're going to pump... you're going to pump trades into... Um, into uh, whoever the wheat suppliers are, into their stocks. Within an hour or two, that stock goes up and then you sell and you just made i
1: don't know or maybe melt man that is scary man that people are so corrupt they're willing to let people die to make a profit on their investment i gotta be honest this is like an out loud synopsis of everything
2: that i already thought was really happening yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean i mean i'm actually hearing it you know, from a guy at BlackRock, but boy, it's just like a little confirmation as to as to everything that that you pretty much thought was going on behind the scenes already, especially when it comes to this damn Ukraine war. Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: he's telling you Ukraine is good for business. War is good for business.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's why you see the Nikki Haley's of the world, right? Making sure that uh, they're they're out there with their Ukraine pin on, along with Lindsey Graham,
1: right? And it's always it, historically, it's always been like that. And in ancient times, if you wanted to um, to get money, raise capital, you went to war. And what happens? You conquer the people, then you steal their stuff. That's what happens. Just like in World War Two, the Nazis. Before they had, um, they sent the Jews to the gas chamber, they would have them stripped down and they would also take all their clothes, all their gold and everything like that. And they put it back into the uh, German government. So, I, I, feel, like,
2: I feel like somewhere uh, all these entities that's holding all these government contracts decided to give Joseph a call and be like, hey, uh, you know, we're running a little dry here. We're going to need some kind of action from somewhere. Well, we've got this thing going with Zelensky, I, and, and let your imagination run wild from there. Yeah. But yeah. all these government contracts, people start getting paid, people start making money, and the shit rolls downhill. You can't tell me these politicians are not getting kickbacks on this crap. Oh, they will never,
1: they never are.
2: convince me otherwise.
1: Nancy Pelosi is worth over $200 million. Her <laughs> annual salary is what? It was 150 k Hundred and
2: fifty K worth two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah.
0: This channel promote a side and more. Because it's also good for business. I mean, what's news? News, right? What does news feed on? They feed on strategy, they feed on events that's what people like to watch so when it happens it's good business more viewers when nothing's happening watches news i don't watch the news they're all pushing like the same talking point like you generally when you look at news like it's propaganda the ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market the global wheat market mm-hmm. this is fantastic if you're trading volatility creates opportunity to make profit War is no f-ing good for, for business. It's exciting when sh- goes wrong, right? Serge also speaks on
3: BlackRock influenced news and even gave our journalists some tips.
0: Based on everything we know now, uh-huh. when they say to sell, does you know that mean we should do? buy? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like uh, you know Jim Cramer. If you do uh, exactly the opposite of what he's advising, you actually make money. Huh? Yeah. It's like, it's called the the inverse creamer. They don't want to be in the news. They, they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking
3: about it. And when Surge was asked about insider trading and if Larry Fink recently Uh-oh. sold $100 million in BlackRock shares, here is what he said.
0: Larry Fink recently sold $100 million worth of BlackRock. Oh, uh, wow. Damn, Larry, that's not a good sign. The people who trade and make money, they do this the moment the information is out. And that info is typically, typically disseminated at private levels first before it gets the mm-hmm. information. If you want to invest smart, there's a tracker that tracks all politicians and where they have their stocks. Preemptively, if the stock price, if we think the stock price is going to tank, we're going to f-ing sell so that, so that we, we sell it high, it tanks, and we buy back. And we made, well, we didn't make, but we preserved, preserved a few mil. But perhaps the most remarkable, profound comment
3: by the Black Rock recruiter is the suggestion that nobody is going to care about what he is saying here or confessing here, because, as he says, quote, "normal people don't give a s***." You're like an re- undercover reporter.
0: Really? No, no, don't normal people worry about this stuff?
1: Wow, he already busted her. <laughs> so you're yeah. like an undercover reporter? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, 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 normal people don't give a shit. This, is, this is beyond them.
3: That these types of questions my reporter asked are beyond all of you. The answer is something that you, the people consumers, the shareholders, couldn't possibly understand. It's been said that it's easier to fool a man than to convince him he's been fooled. There is no question that many Americans are still asleep, who may not want to wake up from their necessary illusions. But we hope and believe by showing these tapes of this BlackRock gatekeeper speaking so plainly on so many topics that not only we wake up people but also inspire others to come forward on institutions like BlackRock. Oh, and this is just part one. Stay tuned tomorrow for my meeting with Serge Barlet. We also reached out for comment to BlackRock and here's what they had to say.
1: Oh, so they're saying here, um, Ed Sweeney, managing director of corporate communications declined to comment. Right there. Reached at, at a personal. Miss Sweeney also did not. Let's see here. Serge Volley de- deleted his picture on LinkedIn.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he did. Wow. <laughs> Oh. so man that that is it right there guys that is are we are we sure he hasn't been deleted <laughs> like
2: actually him
1: <laughs> I and mean, i don't know at man at this point i don't know that's pretty wild right there yeah that is really wild right there that he just came out man and he disposed of all of that <laughs> you know so, it
2: sounded it sounded like he figured her out
1: yeah at the end he eventually saying, he sounded yeah. like a reporter. Um, He's right.
2: I I, I will say this. He is right about one thing. There's a great, great many people that are misinformed and don't give a shit about this kind of
1: thing. Unfortunately. Because think think it is. Why would Joe Biden get 81 million votes? A lot of people just didn't care. They don't care. Not a complaining. No. But would it actually stop them from going and casting a vote for Biden again? No. Number one, a Democrat
2: is never going to give this kind of thing the time of day, and no. I've talked about I've talked about this before with Democrats. I know they think everything's a conspiracy theory with conservatives, so they would watch this and they would just immediately discount it as horseshit. They'd be like, "Oh, this is some more of James O'Keefe's uh, space cadet," you know, UFO uh conspiracy theory crap to get you conservatives worked up in a lather yada 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 and i mean we also can't discount there's a lot of normal people that aren't listening to us and listening they're not listening to i mean they're literally if they even get around to turning on news they flip on msnbc for an hour or abc news for an hour every day and then the rest of their day is just go about their business, tending to their kids, blah, blah, yeah. blah, oblivious, no idea, all the while, while the world is crumbling around them, and they don't even notice.
1: Yeah. And I want people to yeah. um, not get this confused. We're not talking about left-wingers being corrupt. I'm talking about people on the right as well, too. Why do you think you got some of these pro-Ukraine Republicans? think about that why There's does nikki involved. haley yeah, yeah, yeah. why, why does nikki involved. haley want to continue to fund ukraine just curious about that um we got super chats here we need to get to Mitt walsh for two euros black rock is a major world econo- economic economic uh, foreign partner yes they are man uh thank you for that super chat
3: Thank you for that.
1: And we also have a lost prophecy for five dollars. What's more ironic, Hunter getting the sweetheart deal or is uh, child support being lowered, and the child denied for having the Biden name? Yeah, th- this kid he won't even acknowledge the kid. Um. I don't know who who's the mother. It's some. Some ex-stripper, right? That he was something having like some that.
2: relationship yeah. with.
1: Yeah, something like that. I couldn't exactly remember. I mean, who, um, could,
2: ke- who could keep up? I mean, there's yeah. there's so much with him. What is he not involved with at this point? Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, thanks for that. Th- thanks for that, Super Chat. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you for that.
1: Thanks for the uh, donations, guys.
2: Iron Man, make sure he wants us to know UFO or aliens is not a theory. Agreed, I agree with that. Yeah, there's a
1: lot of people talking about um, the uh, UFOs. Like, there's definitely like some kind of like cover oh, it's up. A, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's yeah. way out there right now. In the I have uh, been, um, in the media,
2: I've been secretly, and this is something we haven't talked about. Eventually, UFOs was gonna get around to this stream. I'm sure because it's just in the news too much but yeah I was actually making a video
1: a week ago about it and something else came up
2: I've I've secretly kept up with a lot of that it's kind of been a thing of mine for a while and um what was his name Bob Lazar that was on with Joe Rogan well that's a fascinating podcast and that's a fascinating uh documentary about uh it was Bob Lazar right I'm not going nuts
1: I'm not really sure uh,
2: yeah, Bob Lazar and the the uh uh Bob Lazar Air, Area 51 and Flying Saucers was the documentary uh name. That is a great watch. Cuz mm. he worked at he worked out there where okay. they were trying to reverse engineer all of that. Uh so anyway, uh that's neither here nor there, don't get us on a side note, but eventually UFOs, UFOs was going to get brought up on here. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Exactly, man, but that's wild, man. I mean this whole thing, uh James O'Keefe man, putting it out there, unfortunately, like the guy said, man, a lot of people just aren't gonna care. I mean, how do you not care about this like politicians are gonna destroy your life because they're getting paid off. Maybe you should actually pay attention. To actually what's going on. And that's the problem, man. Money and politics, man, is a very, very bad deal. Well,
2: unfortunately, there's a certain amount of laziness at work here, too. A lot of people are too lazy to want to pay attention. And that's yeah. a massive problem. That's what leads to the misinformed, you know, ill-advised voter. Nothing to see here. You know, hey, I heard all of Joe Biden's comments about blacks, but bleep it well we'll vote democrat anyway yeah like wait what and then get mad at trump Okay. all right
1: crazy man absolutely crazy um i got an entertainment story i want to talk about before we actually get to the one you're you're talking about now we knew that hollywood was um pretty um corrupt and there's some creeps over there i saw this story the other day and i was like why am i not surprised now did you watch a uh, boy meets world back in the day
2: i saw a few little episodes randomly here and there kind yeah of deal. i was yeah, more of a say
1: was... by the bell guy but um i did watch some of them um, definitely um, more of a say by the bell yeah. yeah i did watch on uh, some of boy meets world but, Plus,
2: um, that was in that period where I was actually – I had gotten too old to watch that kind of stuff. Okay. Because I'm a couple of years older than you, so right. I was kind of out of that whole thing by the time we got you, to Boy You Meets were born War. in, what,
1: 75?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then – 4 Meets World
1: came out in, what, 93? So you were probably yeah. closer to eighteen years old. I yeah.
2: was well. Okay. I was out of high school, so okay, okay. I can I can guarantee you I wasn't watching it during right, right, during right. that time gotcha. period, and, and it was before my son came along and he started watching all that sort of stuff. Gotcha, so, you gotcha.
1: Know. Well, on um, Danielle Fishel, Fisher, who played on Topanga, she's come out and say, says something that um does not shock me whatsoever. Look at this. Boy Meets World star Danielle Fishel says that a show executive had a calendar photo of her at 16 hanging up in his bedroom. This this, this is creepy right here. She also said that I had people tell me they had my 18th birthday on their calendar. That is creepy. Man. she says here, well, it does say here, board meets world star Daniel Fishel revealed that a creepy show executive once told her that he had a calendar photo of her on his wall. Speaking on the uh, Pod Meets World podcast the episode released on June 15th, Fishel uh, shared details about the uncomfortable interaction she had with the unnamed older male colleague. I want names at this point. I want names. Yeah, just try uh, them. Yeah. I had a male executive when I did a calendar at 16. He told me he had a certain calendar month on his bedroom, the 42-year-old actress said. Uh, while she was initially uh, shot by the comment, officials said that the teenage version of herself tried to rationalize the interaction. Uh, quote, at that time, although the first uh, thought when I heard it was a little like, oh, the immediate thought after that was, yes, because we are peers and this was acceptable and this is how you relate to peers, the actress said. You don't, as an adult man, no. have a picture, a calendar photo of a 16-year-old on your wall. At all. We, we At know, all. man. yeah. We know exactly what he was actually thinking. Oh, sure. Absolutely. These guys are scumbags.
2: They're
1: scumbags. They, they in
2: this, this entire industry is ate up with scumbags.
1: Yeah. And she says, um, and that wasn't the only time that people had made sexualized uh, comments about her to her face, Fisher added, quote, I had people tell me they had my 18th birthday on their calendar. Man, just a bunch of creeps. Yeah. And it goes on. It talks about the other um, uh, male people on the show talking about their experience. But I wanted to address that, man, because Hollywood, man, they always want to tell you how you should behave. You need to be moral. You need to think this way. When their house is not clean. They let Harvey Weinstein get away with so much stuff for so many decades. You got no grounds for being the morality police whatsoever in Hollywood.
2: None. Zero. Zilch. Scum of the earth out there. The entire industry seems to be uh, full of a bunch of people that are completely consumed with people that are
1: underage. You don't get it. I, mean, I believe the same thing was kind of going on with uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I think she's uh, she's eighteen now, if I'm not mistaken. She's actually engaged to uh, John Bon Jovi's uh, son, by the way. We heard similar stories about her. Also, yeah. the Olsen twins uh, when they were on a on a Full House. Oh, they're about to be eighteen. That's that's creepy, man. That's creepy.
2: Yikes. I, I mean, I I just don't get. Of course, I I like older women, so you know, there's that. But I've got no relation to that whatsoever. I mean, I just don't get it. What's the fascination there? Number right. and, and the other thing. Look, I understand. Uh, look, there are there are nice looking celebrities out there. There's there's good looking women out there, and I don't under. I've never understood the the fascination with the hot celebrity anyway. I've never understood that because. I mean, you're never gonna, dude, loser. You're never gonna meet that person ever in life,
1: you Unlikely. know? Unlikely. not
2: likely. Okay, I mean, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, creep show. Stop.
1: I, I never. Now we were just talking about say by the bill. I'm never obsessed over Tiffany Amber Theisen. Yeah, beautiful, but, but she was also older than me too. So she's probably like your age. So I was never like, oh man, one day, she's turning eighteen. Oh boy.
2: No, but I—I no. I mean, I was the same age. I guess we're all the same age as—I'm the same age as probably like Elizabeth Berkley. I mean, yeah, I thought she was. I think she's born chick. in. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think she's born in '74.
2: Yeah. Well, there she goes. She's older yeah. than me, so.
1: Yeah. yeah. She was in that terrible Showgirls movie too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was absolutely. It hard. was awful. <laughs> Actually, I think Showgirls in the long term made her more famous, though. Let's be real. It, it because it I lived in, time, it lived in infamy. I mean, it's taken on an entire uh, yeah, another it, it life definitely, due to how um, terrible it was.
1: You got to remember, it wasn't even Red Guard. It was NC seventeen when it oh, came yeah. out because of that oh, uh, yeah. that rape scene at the end was brutal. I've never even seen it. You never saw the movie. Uh-oh cuz I always heard it was terrible.
2: Why watch it? No. <laughs> I mean, I always heard it was real bad so I was like, I ain't wasting my time on that crap. It is <laughs> bad.
1: It's bad, trust me. <laughs> but um, hey, you watched the last Jedi. It's better but, than the last Jedi. That's true. That's not a massive <laughs> That's not a massive bar to get over. Let's let's be honest there, okay? Yeah. 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 Um, Rhodes, last you want to go you had to go
2: there is that yeah it? where you had and to. Rhodes is always
1: it? talking about a last Jedi watch party uh no thank you
2: oh it's it's one of the most uncomfortable two and a half hours we ever experienced it used to be something we did uh you know every every year just to like people could show up and take part in our Misery for the two and a half hours we're sitting through The Last Jedi. Yeah. And uh we had pretty good turnouts for those too, actually, come to think of
1: it. Yeah. Wow. I've on only Earth? seen I've seen know. The Last Jedi three times. Once in a the movie theater. And I always go see a Star Wars movie twice. Just to, you know. So I went there the next day, confirmed I hated it. And then we did the watch party. And that was it. Never watched it again. The Watch Party was my second
2: time of seeing it because I only oh, okay. saw it once in the theater. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Now, I think The Rise of Palpatine, I think I only saw that once in the movie theater. Now, remember how, you wonder how many times I saw The Phantom Menace in the movie theater? Six times. I'm going to see it six times in the movie theater. Yep. Yeah. I think
2: I saw The Rise of Skywalker. I've seen it three or four times probably.
1: I've oh, seen goodness. it um I wanna say probably two times. And these are two times too many, by the way.
2: Oh yeah. No, we yeah. will not watch Showgirls tonight. No. There's <laughs> no way I'm setting through that have you seen it? You've probably already seen it. I'm we're not setting through that trash. We're not doing it.
1: And it's not it's not a good movie.
2: I, that's not new uh-uh let's look oh all right i don't know rob, nah, like... i think
1: rob i think robert davies in it though he's in it
2: oh yeah one of the johnsons from die hard johnson and johnson the fbi agents hmm? that's still very funny yeah johnson and johnson
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, All right, Rhodes, what do you got? I know you got another entertainment story. I've got a couple of things about. here,
2: and uh, I got a, got it from a couple of different angles. But before we get into this, let's just get a, wrap our brains around exactly where Samuel L. Jackson is when it comes to Trump supporters, before we get around to him and Brie Larson. Ah, the actor said he bonded with Larson when they worked on the 2017 Kong Skull Island film. And he had to comfort her when Trump won the 2016 election. Now, in case you're wondering where we're going with this, Samuel L. Jackson has come out, and he has brave, stunning, and courageously defended Brie Larson's honor. That's right. Against all of you straight white male incels out there, all of you Trump supporters, and I shit you not, they're going to bring up Trump here. We had done Kong together which was not the most wonderful experience for us we became great friends during the particular experience because we were having such a hard time quote then we bonded through the election while we were doing her movie when Donald Trump won. she was broken and I was like don't let him break you you have to be strong now Jackson added he then went on to insult Trump when I see Trump I see the same rednecks I saw when I was growing up who called me the N-word and tried to keep me in my place. What? Well, that was, that was Democrats, you know. Oh. These people are incredibly stupid, even Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson.
1: He said that's, that's the Republican Party. With the? Uh, that is what the Republican Party is to me. They're, go- they're doing it to young people. They're doing it to gay people.
2: They don't care who you are. If you're not them, you're the enemy. So let's get to it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Since the release of Captain Marvel, I'm sure everybody in the chat are, are big fans of Captain Marvel. Massive fans. Mm-hmm. Keeping, up, keeping up with its every move on Geeks and Gamers and Ryan's channel. Brie Larson has become a less-than-fan favorite over the year, mostly due to her outward woke statements about feminism and diversity, such as when she scolded her fellow Avengers co-star during an interview after she compared her stunt work to Tom Cruise. Oh, if you Yeah, if you think you're Tom Cruise in a dream, you need to wake up and apologize. You will never be Tom Cruise. Brie Larson, perhaps hit her nadir in 2018 when she appeared to suggest that white men have no business criticizing movies directed by a black woman oh hell I forgot all about that quote am I seeing I am I saying I hate white dudes no I'm not are you sure about that I don't want to hear what a white man has to say about a wrinkle in time I want to hear what a woman of color a biracial woman has to say
1: about the film. I know one thing, it bombed off the face of the planet. You know what, I can't stand Rhodes. Yeah. I cannot stand the white savior. This is the white savior mindset right here. And it just, it infuriates me, man, when they say stuff like that. When, you know what, it's kind of like anti-racism. Because you know what anti-racism is, right? It's nothing more than racism. That's all it is. You're teaching people to hate their skin color, right? In the opposite direction. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's all she's doing right there. According to Larson's
2: co-star, Samuel L. Jackson, the massive backlash against Brie Larson has nothing to do with her attitude or her behavior or her statements but it has everything to do with incels who feel intimidated by strong women. Oh, okay. Strong Sigourney, She's
1: not even a movie star.
2: Sigourney Weaver is one of the greatest characters. Sigourney mean, aliens, Weaver is great. Phenomenal. Linda Hamilton in Linda Terminator Hamilton 2. is great.
1: My God. We've she's bonded- not even she's not yeah, even the best female character in the MCU. It, I mean, it, it, and, dude, we tried to be... Black, you, Black Widow is a much better character.
2: You and I tried to be fair to that movie, too.
1: We were fair. Both of us agreed that that Captain Marvel movie was better than that, um, that Spider-Man movie. Um, what, is, what was it called? No Way Home?
2: Uh, whatever that middle one was that yeah, was with, god Yeah, with Jake
1: Gyllenhaal, it was horrible.
2: Yeah, it was terrible. It was Captain Marvel was a awful. better
1: movie than that movie. But that didn't mean that it was a great movie. But it was better than a movie with a straight male white lead. It was better better than that last Thor movie, to be honest with you. Oh, that last Thor movie was horrible, man. I'll watch Captain Marvel 50 times before I watch Thor, Thor Love and Thunder again.
2: It, it was it was really bad. Yeah. Like, monumentally bad. Actually, I I'll I will watch, yeah.
1: watch a Spider-Man movie over Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will
2: watch all of those movies before I will watch The Last Jedi. Uh, Then when when she got Captain Marvel, she called me and said, they want me in the Marvel Universe, should I do it? And I was like, hell yeah. She's not going to let any of that stuff destroy her, she said of her detractors. These incel dudes who hate strong women are the fact that she's a feminist who has an opinion or expressed it. Everybody wants people... To be who they want them to be. She is who she is, and she genuinely is genuinely that. You know what kills me about all of this? And we've talked about this in the past. There are so many examples of diverse characters and female characters that everybody that just wants a good story wraps their arms around. Padame, Princess Leia back in the day. So yep. Weaver in, in in Aliens, Linda Hamilton, Samuel L. Jackson being the black dude in Star Wars. Yeah. All of us Star Wars fans are racist, right? We yeah, hate you know, Samuel uh, L. Jackson. We hate Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams.
1: Stop it. It's all a bunch of horseshit. shit. Yeah, the Waltz were going after George Lucas. Because um oh, not enough black people. Not enough female people. He literally created strong female characters. And Lando Calrissian is one of the best Star Wars characters ever, and he's black.
2: That look—it's—it's it's when you you make a blatant attempt to sideline males in your storylines to in order to raise up. Females, yeah, people are going to have issues with that. Or when you have a main character in a damn series like Obi-Wan Kenobi, and all of a sudden some chick named Reva swoops in and takes all the screen time away from him. Well, wait a minute. I thought I was watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, not
1: Reva. The adventures of Reva in space. And how is it, man? This is one of my biggest problems with Reva. How in the hell can Vader stab her, not once, but twice, and she's still not dead. He stabbed her as a youngling. She's not dead. He stabs her again, as an uh, as an adult. She's still not dead. Not hey, at all. Look,
2: it is. I I just don't understand the point in making these comments. And was Samuel L. Jackson in particular? Because to be honest with you. I guess every person I know that likes movies, and, I mean, let's be honest, I mostly know Republicans or conservatives or people that lean right. All those people are huge Samuel L. Jackson fans.
1: Yeah, everybody they, they, likes Samuel L. Jackson. He's a damn so, good actor.
2: <laughs> so, I, you know, it's, it's so, and, and I know Samuel L. Jackson's not stupid. No. I know that man, he cannot be this dumb. He can surely not be so dumb as to think every Trump supporter is a dumb racist
1: redneck. Right, right. It's baffling to me how they make this. He knows that, but he knows that um, in Hollywood, you know, you got a virtue signal. Nothing's going to happen to him. This is what he's, I I believe, is all the virtue signal. He knows that. He's from the South. He knows that. This ain't the 1960s. I still think the majority of these
2: people that make these statements are just doing nothing but out there spreading false propaganda for the sake of their
1: careers. That's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. Because, you know what, when they say like Trump is racist, what exactly has Trump done that's racist? They can never give you an answer. What has he done? Last I checked, he
2: was the only politician that wanted to make the KKK a terrorist organization. Yeah, nah, he did. He wanted to make label the, the the KKK as a domestic terrorist organization.
1: I'm trying to figure out, I mean, if anybody in here truly believes that Trump is a racist name, something racist that he has done specifically. Please. Yes. Just don't go with the talking point. Not, oh, he's not, he's racist. No, no I want I want an example.
2: Not hearsay, not some shit that you happen to hear on Joy Reid when you tuned in over there on The Readout or on Rachel Maddow or on Stephen Colbert. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know. And, and I'm sorry, but it's... It, I expect... And maybe it is their careers. Maybe, maybe it's just they will not go the other direction. Because we know there's a Hollywood blacklist now, and it's the other way around. It's conservatives that are, are blacklisted. Yeah. That's an actual thing.
1: Yep. Dean King uh, can't work. James Woods can't work. Kevin Sorbo. Chrissy Swanson can't work. Kevin Sorbo can't get work. Yep. I mean, Kevin Sorbo was Hercules. Can't get a job. Dean Cain was freaking Superman. He was Superman.
2: Yeah. I mean, James Woods? We're talking all-time. Yeah. Yeah. Goat. Okay, he's on the goat list of greatest actors of all time.
1: You want to know one of my favorite James Woods movies? And that's just really more of a Stallone movie, The Specialist.
2: Oh, it's a great film. That's a damn good movie. But he's great in it. Yeah. He's just great in it. He's great in Casino. Oh, as the shitty, scuzzy, sleazy uh, ex-slash-current-boyfriend yep. of Sharon Stone.
1: And you as a horror guy, I know you're going to love this movie. I love James vampires. Carpenter's Vampires. I love, I love that it. movie, man. I love it. Saw it at the theater. I love, love it. it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, Actually, I think that, I own that on Prime Video, by the way. I wearing
2: that leather jacket, being a badass. Just so happens, Daniel Baldwin, who's in that movie, is an outspoken conservative yep. as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That should, that should be a watch party.
1: That should be a watch party Vampires? For, yeah.
2: Oh, I'm down
1: for like like um yeah, Halloween or something. Oh you know? yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I love that movie. I, well, actually, I
2: did see that in the movie theater. I mean, they are still working, but let's be real, Kevin Sorbo and Dean Cain are they're doing the like Hallmark movie th- kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, please tell me a reason Dean Cain is not getting actual roles. Why did he not evolve into a leading man?
1: Why wasn't Dean you know? Cain Superman in um in the Flash? Spoiler alert: They do show um Christopher Reeve Superman. It doesn't look good. But also, they didn't have um they they put freaking um Nicholas Cage Superman in that movie. And Nicolas Cage was never Superman. No well, Henry Cavill, no Brandon Routh. You know why that was, right? Why, why
2: Nicolas Cage showed up? It's, it's because Tim Burton was originally going to direct that Superman movie. And they brought Michael Keaton back, who was Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think that was supposed to be a connected universe. But still, back it's all one approach to so. It's all Warner Brothers. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying I think that's how they made that leap. I don't get it necessarily. but You
1: know what would have made this movie much better? And Warner Brothers did not do this. You know, there's two Barry Allens, both of them are Ezra Miller. If they would have brought in Grant Gustin as the other Flash, I think a lot of people would have been on board with that. He was in the Crisis crossover. Yeah, he was in Crisis, yeah. Yeah, Ezra Miller was actually in crisis on the CW. But Grant Gustin, they didn't put him in the Flash movie. They didn't do it.
2: What other actors have been canceled over conservative
1: views? They can't, um, can't
2: they can't cancel Clint they, Eastwood. He they can't was too cancel big. him.
1: He's he's too big,
2: too big. And now probably they just think he'll die off. He's so old. God, I hate that.
1: But that last movie he was in, The Mule, was so good, man, so I still good. Haven't seen it. Oh man, you gotta see it; it's good. Yeah. I think he directed it too. Yeah. Another problem, also, Manny Lamont. They 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 definitely need to bring in the Reverse Flash. Oh, John Voight! I can't believe I yeah throw yeah John, out John Voight, Voight's yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's old, too. He's old, too.
2: But yeah, still. He's he's one of the goats, too. I mean, come on. Yeah. Deliverance. I mean, shit. He Oh, hell. He's been... You pull up his list of movies, it's like, holy hell. John Voight's yeah. been in some good films.
1: Anaconda. I loved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I loved it. He was over the top. He was insane in Anaconda. And he was pure walking... Entertainment with an old man ponytail in Anaconda. Yep. I mean, yep. when he got spit back out and he looks at the camera and winks at that gal, I, I I mean, it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Voight got ate by an Anaconda, and then you know how he they spit, spit back up? <laughs> he spits John Voight back up, and John Voight looks over at Jennifer Lopez and winks at her after he's already been in the stomach of that Anaconda. Ice that was Cube is in was it, great. too. Ice Cube's in it. Oh, man, come on. Great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Guilty pleasure movies, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. So
1: Man, the little bit that um that Ben Affleck was actually in the Flash movie, damn good. I would actually like to see a Ben Affleck Batman movie. You, you know what oh. I want to see? Have him as an old Batman and have Kingdom Come Superman in the same movie. Well, Kevin Smith got everybody
2: stirred up on social media. I think it was yesterday because he claims, and he knows Ben. He's friends with Ben and Matt Damon. He claims that Ben says behind the scenes he will come back and do the Dark Knight Returns if they decide they want to do it.
1: But who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch it.
2: You, You can believe that.
1: Now, Keaton's Batman, let me spoil it a little bit here. Spoiler alert. Keaton's Batman dies in the movie. But then the berries start doing, going to the speed force, trying to reverse that. So he lives a little longer, but no matter what, that world right there, Batman and Supergirl are gonna die no matter what. Now Keaton's Batman could actually live in another Earth, also. So he could come back, you know. Kind of like in um, in The Flash, you have uh, Grant Gustin's Barry Allen. He's in multiple Earths, so they don't necessarily say that this um, Keaton's Batman is really that Batman from '89. They don't directly say that. Even though they got some of the same lines, you know, like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah, I'm Batman. That kind of thing, too. So, I don't know.
2: Michael Keaton's,
1: he's crazier than hell, but
2: he's a damn good actor.
1: Yeah, he is. He is. And I actually like the girl playing uh, Supergirl. The movie's not woke. It's not woke. She was actually pretty good. They weren't trying to make her a girl boss or anything like that at all. Actually, she gets saved. By the men, <laughs> so I was shocked at at how how she was actually pretty
2: good. Keaton was actually really good in the as the vulture in that first Spider-Man movie too. That's an oh, Homecoming. That's an underrated villain. He was great in it. Michael, you know, I'm not. Was, I, I Michael am not Keaton a, was great in that movie. Actually, Go I am not a, a fan. It.
1: I'm not a fan of Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man movies outside of the last one. Oh shit, the last one's a
2: one of the, the last greatest one is really super, good superhero movies I've ever seen.
1: But Spider Man homecoming, mm. And that then the middle of course, one dog oh, shit.
2: Awful. Awful. Yeah. So all all time dog shit. Yeah. Superman's son is is he gay or is he trans now?
1: He's gay, isn't he? Or is he bisexual? Oh, and that, uh, the woke comic, comic book line comic that got book? canceled. Yeah, they made him they made him gay. They made a... Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan uh, Kent, that's his name. Named him after uh, Clark's earth, earth father. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was his
2: name, but they brought him in as being a, yeah, that's not accurate. Yeah,
1: he's fighting for climate change and truth, justice, and a better tomorrow, not the American way. But that, that comic book line fell so badly because it was anti-American. And people that actually like Superman, they're not going to buy woke comic books did you see that comic books don't sell did you see that dude come out said that the american flag made him
2: anxious who made him feel anxious some miscellaneous he was like a market university professor or something this is a Uh, a story that came out like today or yesterday or something like that the hmm. american flag makes him feel anxious yeah it makes me feel anxious too like i want to get out there and defend my country against bozos that feel anxious about the american flag <laughs>
1: i feel I mean, patriotic when i see the flag
2: yeah yeah it, it's it's funny how i just can't understand looking at a flag and uh, the american flag and not just getting uh, feeling proud and, and feeling fired up but you know i i've told this story before you know the guy that you know, I used I used the King Kong song on my channel forever, and he told me I couldn't use it anymore because I decided to be a Trump supporter. I can remember him and I, because we were very close friends, having a conversation. And I even wondered then. I was like, long-term, is the country in trouble? Because we were talking about, and I believe it was 4th of July, we, he was going to be coming over for a get-together or something. And I remember him looking at me and telling me, Rhodes, and that's what everybody called me. Nobody called me by my first name. He said, Rhodes, he said, black people don't feel the same about the American flag as you do. What? I, look, I looked at him and was like, what? He was like, no, we don't look at it the same. And I was he, like, he's oh, he's, he's, oh, he's black? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was before any of the wokeness started. We're talking like 2009. We had this conversation probably 2008 2009 something like that because we worked in the corporate world together okay and i remember he said we don't get that feeling of pride when we see the american flag as blacks
1: i was Let me like tell you wow. this man that that's the problem man with some of these black people man like your kaepernick's and those kind of people i never claim to speak for all black people i speak for myself and i make observations on the black people i grew up around with like the the black people in um in down here in the South, they're not like the black people up there in New York. You know, it's different culturally. You know, they may vote the same way, but their their accent is different, their food culture is different. It's just different. Yeah, but he's people, from Longview, Texas. So yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, he's from the south, yeah. very yeah, but uh, very yeah, southern. I but I just thought that was interesting. You know, the, I remember him saying that because I, 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 and I remember, I remember saying, I, I, I said that was interesting, and I remember thinking later, I was like, you know, I don't know how that's going to do our country in the long, long run if there are that many people out there that feel that way. I remember, right. I remember thinking that to myself 15 right. years ago, you know, or however long it's been. But, and, but think um, it, it just, is. You it have, just struck me. I'd never heard anybody say that about the American flag or anything to do with America.
1: Think it, you it is. You know, when it comes to black men, like black men in Texas in the midterms, Greg Abbott got 22% of, black, of the black male vote That's for governor lot. here in Texas. Yeah. Now are black men actually going to go up there in New York and vote Republican at that percentage? Probably not. Probably not. And we know that New York has a actually land wise, like 75% of New York state is actually red, but the population distribution that that's the thing right there. Yeah. We get to these bit cities, man, they just blue.
2: they They want this to be true, but it's not the American flag is not the pride flag, no matter
1: how much no. they want it to be. nope it's not all right Rhodes um anything else before we wrap it up?
2: Negative ghost Rider the pattern is full,
1: yep, thanks everybody for coming out, just listening to us on rant here for a while um I like that um, James O'Keefe video. That's pretty good. But we'll be back um, tomorrow. Last live stream of the week. And a member stream is on Friday. So make sure you become uh, members on the different platforms so you get access to that stream. Peace. We're out. Till next time.